everybody. Welcome to the Hidden Gems podcast. We are here on your Black Friday. Very exciting. Hope you all managed to have a good Thanksgiving this year. And we are all decked out, ready to begin the Christmas season. Ho, ho, ho. So exciting. I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Ryan is here. Uh, hey, Rachel. So great to be with you once again. And I want to say to all of our audience, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I know we're living basically in the darkest timeline right now, but I hope you all spend spent this time with loved ones or friends or whoever you hold dear, because Thanksgiving is a time, at least for me, where I, I take stock of everything. I try and be grateful for everything, no matter how good or bad things are going. Uh, it's not just about the food and the football for me. It's about it's about the stuff that I'm, it's about the stuff that I'm, well, for lack of a better term, thankful for. And so I hope you all had a great day with you and yours. Uh, and uh, for those of you going out on Black Friday, please don't, <laughs> it's not worth it. Like they invented Amazon for a reason to stop, to, to take the pressure off of retail stores on Black Friday. As someone who has worked in retail, like it's not a fun day. Like, so, but if you do go out, Please treat the people with respect. It's not their fault that the PS5 has sold out. It's the last person to buy it. That's probably their fault. But again, yeah. neither and, here nor there. And keep your space and follow all the rules and we can all have a great uh, a great time and be, be well and healthy. And so, yeah, it's kind of a, a, a crazy, crazy day, crazy year. And I'm certainly have much to be grateful for grateful for hidden gems podcast and grateful to be working with you ryan and uh grateful for a whole bunch of hallmark movies <laughs> <laughs> and uh and we've been deep in hallmark season over at hallmarkies podcast and we we're actually this is our this this, this week is our uh, most intense week for hallmark hallmarkies podcast where uh, they have a movie every single day on Hallmark and between uh, all the different channels and Netflix and everything uh, there between the Friday before uh, the Thanksgiving week to the Sunday uh, of after that's uh, uh, that during that time period 22 movies new movies <laughs> that I have to cover <laughs> so, I feel like I feel like the boss of Hallmark is like, uh, Johnson, how's Rachel doing with the films that we have sent her? She's almost caught up. What? She's almost <laughs> caught up, sir. All right, yeah, just no, send her true. 34. I'm like, right. sir, you're going to kill her. I'm like, just do it, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just barely last week, they announced three movies, new movies coming from OWN Network. And then then they were going to have four additional films on Lifetime channel. And I was like, <laughs> if there was ever a better time to invent human cloning it's <laughs> yeah so this week for the podcast uh, ryan was kind enough to do the do the movie watching for the week for the both of us. yeah for the both of us and so he watched five movies on hallmark movies now which is a streaming service that hallmark uh, offer and it's uh, $4.99 a month and this is a service for curated content not really for original content they have one show called one calls the 
I, they had one show called When Hope Calls that okay. they offered, uh, but they've only one season of it. And every, all the rest of the content is all curated content. But if you like this kind of content, then you'll enjoy it. And uh, yeah, so what was what was your overall experience watching these five films? Was it Christmas overload for you? And you you won't hurt my feelings. If it is. It's okay. Actually, uh, actually, I had a really good time watching yes. all of these movies. I can safely say that I thought at least all of them were at least watchable. Like there are some that were above average, and I'll talk about those when I get there. But on the whole, I uh, I walked out of there like, wow, I can see why Rachel considers these her favorites. All right, that's what I like to hear. I mean, I'm fine either way, but hey, is is I'm glad that you had a good experience. I I want you to have a good experience, and these films are just so positive and cheerful. I think they're just really relaxing and uh, fun to watch. Yeah, I think the theme that I picked up on a, a theme of mine at least was that. These are stories that I have seen done before, but done mm -hmm. a lot worse. And so I, when I was like, all right, I think I know where this is going to go. And I was right, but everything was done so well that I really didn't mind. Everything just, yeah. the story just kind of fell into its, into its right place. And all I had to do was just sit back and enjoy myself. And I liked that. I liked the spirit mm -hmm. of that. That's the thing, because people say, oh, the cliches, the tropes or whatever, and they can be done badly. They absolutely can. But uh, but they can also, it's not inherently a bad thing to include tropes uh, in in your films. Uh, they're, they're common storytelling devices because they are appealing and they work. And it's just a matter of how you how you do them and how you execute them and the chemistry of the actors and all the other things involved. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, let's dive in then and see how your experience was. Uh, so the first one I assigned to you is was actually originally a Lifetime movie. And that's why it's got a little bit more content than you'd see on, on Hallmark. Uh, um, but it's the, the Road to Christmas. Uh, this is uh, stars Jennifer Grey and Clark Gregg and Megan Park. And the kind of the fun thing is that they're married and they met making this movie. So the chemistry is, in my opinion, off the charts uh, in this movie. But, uh, but what did you think about The Road to Christmas? Uh, well, speaking of chemistry, it did help that at the time they were they were married. So it was like, so it was like husband and wife working together. So that I thought they met on this movie. No, you would know better than I would. <laughs> yeah, well, they are married now. I thought they met on this movie. I could be wrong about that. But anyway, yeah, you're right. They're they're married, and they have huge chemistry. Anyway, it, it my thoughts on this movie. I really did enjoy this movie. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was very nice. Uh, Jennifer Grey uh, comes off as the type of person who, it, she kind of reminded me of of well a person we're going to be talking about in a little in uh, in our best and worst. Steve Martin from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Somebody who desperately needs to get from one place to the other. But unfortunately, due to the holidays and how traveling is just a complete and total nightmare on the holidays, she has to literally go like over the river and through the woods 
not literally this time, but metaphorically, in order to get to her destination. But it's not about the destination, it's about the journey in this case. And it's, def and it's definitely a good journey in the road to Christmas. Uh, Clark Gregg is, uh, he's, he was my favorite part. I can't hate anything with him in it. I mean, he's Agent Coulson from the MCU. He was in an adaptation of Much Ado About Nothing, directed by Joss Whedon, that I really enjoyed. Like he's one of those he's one of those actors that whatever I see him I'm like Agent Coulson and and I just it just perks me up a little bit. Uh, he has a daughter in this movie and uh, I believe she's played by Megan Park. And when I first saw like a couple scenes of them together, I'm like, oh great, this is the father trying to be hip and the daughter constantly rolling her eyes at him. And there are a few scenes like that, but it's done in a way that feels very it feels very organic it's not like it's not like oh oh she's kind of mad at him as a contrivance of the plot no it's just that like they're both in like two different places and throughout the movie they eventually come together and the coming together of the two in their relationship was just very nice to see uh, this uh this movie got me mad a couple times because when because when Claire gets on that that truck with the Indian gentleman and the two rednecks and, and they they leave her at that gas station, I was like, oh my God, that Indian dude and the cast from Trailer Park Boys just left her behind. What that that's so mean. Yeah. Anyway, this this is a really good movie. I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, it's really fun. And I agree with you about uh Clark, Greg, and Megan Park because it could have been super cringy but they actually have like a really i think pretty authentic relationship and there's a couple points where she is like she actually teaches him things which i always appreciate in movies where they don't just kind of write the teenage characters off as either being like unreasonably rebellious or uh, or just kind of stupid and um, she she a couple times she's like that doesn't matter you know and she 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 talks to him shares her and he's like oh okay yeah you're right you're absolutely right and I, I i appreciate that to me that's actually like how real relationships are i don't know anybody that is just like i don't know closed off to having a conversation with their teenager um i appreciate that and then uh and there are some really good kissing scenes in this movie if you're a big fan of kissing scenes which i everybody knows on the hallmarkies podcast i am uh, really good <laughs> um and they just have really good chemistry between the two of them and uh they're and because a lot of times in the hallmark movies you get the near kiss where they get really close and then they don't something interrupts hey guys, them do it in here yeah something like that right <laughs> Not in this movie. In this movie, we get actual kissing, which is uh, I'm a big fan of. And uh, it's there's definitely very silly. Her, her whole relationship is kind of ridiculous with Lorenzo, but it's 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 fine. It just is is the catalyst to get her out on the road. That's all that's needed there. And you have to make it kind of disposable so that she can then go and be with you know with Clark's character uh without any you know real problems so if you had her in some like really sweet wonderful relationship then you're gonna feel bad 
uh, but that's so I think it works. I mean, I think this has sort of a feel of it happened one night. I don't know if you've ever seen that with Clark Gable and um, that's actually that's actually an upcoming review on the AFI project. Ah. Just, just watched it recently. I never made that connection. And then when you said it, it was like, oh my God, that that it does kind of feel like it happened one night. And Jennifer Gray's in the Clarion, uh, the Clarion, the uh, the the uh, I can't remember her name, Mrs. Colbert. Uh, yeah, Claude, Claude, Claudette Colbert, thank yeah. you. Uh, in the yeah, Claudette right. Colbert yeah. role, and uh, Clark Gregg is in the Clark Gable role. Wow, that's that that's a nice little symmetry right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because she's kind of privileged and and uh, and kind of high, a little bit high maintenance, and, uh, and yeah, uh, they and they go from being uh, on a plane to a train to a car to <laughs> all the different stuff within the movie and yeah i think this one is really entertaining and i'm glad they've got it on hallmark movies now because i really like it and i like the lady who plays his uh his mom i think she's really nice oh um, yeah I, I like the part where uh where she gets the emerald cookbook for christmas and she's oh yeah She's kind of bummed about it. And I'm like, Emerald's a good cook. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I think that was a, a pretty good one to start on. This was 2006. So this is right kind of one of the first of the uh, sort of modern wave of Christmas movie making. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so this is early on. <laughs> it's a classic. Uh and all right, so if you in Hallmark on on Hallmarkies podcast, we go one to five crowns. What would you give this movie, The Road to Christmas, compared to the uh, maybe the other five, the other Hallmark movies you've seen? Uh, um, I think and you can do have... parts. You can do like three point five if you want. I'll be a little generous. I'll say four crowns. I really did enjoy this. And out of all of them, I think this was, I think this was like my second favorite if I have my mental okay. checklist right. Ooh, good. Okay. Very good. All right. Yeah. I would also give it, I might even go like 4.25. It's really good. It's really good. Especially those kissing scenes are so good. Okay. So broadcasting Christmas and this movie stars Melissa Joan Hart and Dean Kane. This is 2016. So we have a whole decade jump here in this one. And this is written by Topher Payne, who is a really fun Hallmark writer that we've had on Hallmarkies podcast a couple times. He, he does a really good job. And uh, this one is... Uh, two news broadcasters who previously were in love fight for a position as a morning talk show host that they both want, ultimately finding what made them like each other so much in the first place. So you've got these sort of battling a you know, morning show hosts in this one. And uh, what, what were your overall thoughts about this film? Uh, out of all five of these that you gave me to watch, I think this one was my favorite. Uh, I really mm -hmm. did enjoy this. Uh, uh, I, 
I really haven't had too much exposure with Melissa Joan Hart. And then I, I looked her up on IMDb. She was actually, she was actually Sabrina in Sabrina and the Teenage Witch. And I never, uh, never saw too many episodes of it, but I remember seeing a couple of reruns and I really liked her in it. And so I was like, why does she look so familiar? And she's, she's Sabrina. And then Dean yeah. came and I know he's done a lot of movies, but I've always known him for his recent stuff. He was Dr. Jeremiah Danvers in the Supergirl TV show on the CW. I know he's been in a ton of other things, but that's primarily what I know him, what I know him for. Well, he, he also played Superman, and, and that's part of the reason why they had him on Supergirl. He played Superman in the 90s in, uh, in the adventures of Superman in, in Lois. Wow, that's a nice bit of continuity right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, what, what are some things you liked about this film? Uh, I liked uh, I liked the chemistry between Hart and Kane. Even though they're their exes, it wasn't like uh, they're trying to like sabotage each other. When they see each other, I have a feel. Uh, I got the feeling that they have bad memories with each other. But there was also a lot of good stuff in there as well. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like uh, I'm going to I'm going to derail you or, or do something stupid like that. It was like, uh, oh hi, and then all the stuff comes back, and then uh -huh. it, and then throughout the movie, it's like uh, it's like an up and a down. Sometimes they're on the same page in order to get out the the one lady who has like the media empire. I, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she had the podcast and the line of bridal gown dresses and. And all of them, Rachel, I'm sure you know who you know who I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and yeah. then they have their moments when they're apart, but then, but then they do, but everything does work out at the end. And in a normal circumstance, if it wasn't these two actors and this script doing it, I would probably hate it because it was like a come on, guys, just work it out already. We know what's gonna happen. But I was actually rooting for them, and I was glad that. I was glad that they, that everything worked out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Jack Hay is really fun in this movie is kind of one of their sort of rivals. And, uh, and then you, it's also kind of unique because it's set in the city. It's not, you know, the girl goes back to the country kind of thing, which you usually see in these movies. I, I joke on Hallmark's podcast that the only way to be a, a, a good person in the city in a Hallmark Christmas movie is if you are a window designer or you are running a parade. But I might add, That's just too accurate. I, might, <laughs> I might add being an anchor on a morning on a morning show. <laughs> that, that <laughs> I have third job. That makes a lot of sense. And <laughs> I, I think Richard Klein is funny in this. I think, I mean, pretty much everybody at the, uh, at the office is, is fun. And I, I think this even gets like a little bit of a feel of something sort of maybe his girl Friday kind of a feel. So if you're talking about classic rom-coms, uh, maybe even the Philadelphia story a little bit, you know, kind of that, uh, that banter back and forth the enemies enemies to lovers kind of trope that that you have but that's one of my favorites when it's done well because sometimes they can make the character so unlikable that you don't care but in this case they they keep them likable and uh i think uh, it's a it's a funny script i think it's a fun fun script 
Yeah, and my favorite moment of the movie is a complete throwaway joke, but after Emily has her big blow up on the news, like, I should be the anchor of this, and da 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 and she, like, it happens all live. Like, she learns that she's becoming, like, a Twitter campaign, and one executive walks up to her and is like, congratulations, Emily, you're a pound sign. And then the assistant's like, it's a hashtag. And he's like, even better. I laugh way too hard. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was really, really good. And uh, so, yeah, I think this one is is fun. I think they have nice chemistry together. And so I'm glad you enjoyed it. I really am. I think it's a nice Christmas movie. All right. Uh, so how many crowns did you give this one? Uh, hmm. Is it possible to give it like a, I'll say 4.25. Is, is that mm -hmm. an acceptable? Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this one four crowns. I think it's really fun. Uh, I guess I'd give Road to Christmas the slight edge because of the kissing scenes. <laughs> those, those dang kissing <laughs> yes, yes, it's a winner. All right, but it's really fun. Okay, so next we have Window Wonderland, and this is a fan favorite. Uh, a lot of uh, Hallmarkies love this one. Speaking of being a window designer in the city, <laughs> and this is written by neil and tippy dabrowski and if you remember last time i had you watch uh the love locks remember that oh yeah 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 same, uh, same writers gary o'connell locked himself on a bench in the middle of a freaking <laughs> blizzard just to get just to get his lover's attention i admire I mean, who his, wouldn't i admire his tenacity but he must have been cold <laughs> but that's that's a side race i mean it's rebecca romaine i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're really fun writers they do a good job i think particularly with the banter with the romantic banter this stars paul campbell who is a big favorite in the hallmark world he uh he was the end in the world of hallmarkies he was our first ever uh, actor interview that we ever had on the show um, <laughs> and we've had him on five times so he's super nice he uh he must be a fan of yours i guess or he's just really nice <laughs> i don't know but i kind of i like kyler in this movie i feel like she is uh playing sloan the lead like she's a little more modern than you sometimes get even her hair and just uh I don't know. I just think that she's a little bit different than the typical Hallmark heroine. And I don't I think this one's just really charming. You get Cameron Matheson as the bad man of business, which is super fun. <laughs> I think he does a good job at that. Uh, I don't know. What did you think of it? Uh, I did enjoy this one. Uh, I was, uh, I was, I was happy to see Shia Lee in, in the main role because she's Speaking of Supergirl, she's Alex Danvers on that show. Is this? Oh yeah. I wonder if like CW and Hallmark have like a secret talent exchange thing that I don't know about. I think they're both filmed in Vancouver. So. Next thing also. you know, uh, Stephen Amell is going to show up in a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie for next year. <laughs> yeah. I'd certainly I watch that, but <laughs> but I digress. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a, this was a good one as well. I. Uh, when I heard that it was like, oh, it's about two competing window designers. I'm like, I have a feeling I know where this is heading as well. But again, the chemistry between Shiloh Lee and Paul Campbell, 
was really, really good. And they have, they have a lot of good lines together. Uh, Naomi Judd, who I did not expect to see in this. I'm like, I don't really listen to too much country music, but I know who the Judd family is. And I was like, yeah. oh, hey, that's Naomi Judd. And she's good <laughs> in this too. And so th th I think this may be my favorite acting one of the bunch, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that Paul Campbell, I think he is kind of, if you're going to say there's a Tom Hanks of Hallmark, he probably is in just sort of your everyday man, friendly, nice kind of type of hunk. <laughs> he's definitely, of course, he's attractive too, but I think like his smile, he's just so affable and nice. And I think that uh, that really goes a long way with him. Yeah, I know that Campbell was in this smaller movie with Al Pacino called 88 Minutes. And I remember watching that and really oh, yeah. enjoying him in that. So when I saw Campbell, I'm like, wow, I really want to watch 88 Minutes after this. But then I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I still got two more of these to watch, <laughs> which ain't a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I don't. I think I I want to watch this one this season if I can find the time in between all these new ones, because uh, I think the whole idea of the window uh, window displays and everything is, I think especially appealing this year when when we're not going out much and and uh, I don't know. Did you feel any of that at all? Uh yeah, but I mean, I I haven't I have an affection for windows like for for like windows and window dressing to begin with anyway. Mm -hmm. I've been to New York City on several occasions. And so you have all the big, uh, big retail stores like Macy's and FAO Schwartz, and they occupy a lot of real estate. So they got to fill up their windows with interesting stuff to kind of draw you in. I remember passing by FAO Schwartz and I'm like, wow, where did they get teddy bears that big? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I love seeing those. Oh. So fun. And so, yeah, well, very good. Uh, what ranking would you give this one? I would give this 3.75 if, that, that's if, that's, mm -hmm. if that's acceptable. Yeah, no, that totally is. I, I think I will give this one a four. Uh, it's not too far off. We're basically the same. And uh, so, yeah, it's a fun one for sure. All right. Very good. Okay. So next one, Trading Christmas. This one stars Tom Kavanaugh, Faith Ford, Gil Bellows, and Gabrielle Miller. And if you want to hear more about my opinions and thoughts on Trading Christmas, we did an entire episode, me and Elisa Lucas, on our, our, our uh, on friendship podcast that we do over at Hallmarkies. We did the whole episode on Trading Christmas. We dissected it <laughs> because this is my favorite Hallmark Christmas movie. I It's kind of similar to The Holiday as far as premise goes, based on the Debbie Maycumber novel. And it's about these two people that switch houses. Uh, Faith Ford's character is a widow and she goes to the city to surprise her daughter. Her daughter ends up uh, going to Arizona with her boyfriend and uh, so you kind of have three couples going on uh, because Faith Ford ends up meeting uh, the brother of Tom Cavanaugh played by Gil Bellos 
and they end up getting pretty chummy. And, uh, and then Tom Cavanaugh meets the friend of Faith Ford, played by Gabriel Miller. And he's, he's got writer's block and he's trying to write his book. And she kind of ends up helping him write his book. And I just love this movie. I think it's so good. And there is a lot more affection than in the typical Hallmark movie. So that ups it in my book. Um, <laughs> and I think Gil Bellows in particular is so swoon worthy in this movie. He, the way he listens and he's so, oh, I just love him in this. And of course, Tom Cavanaugh is so charming and they're back and forth over the books and the characters and, and, uh, I think is super charming and I like uh, her daughter and her, her daughter's boyfriend is played by Andrew Francis who I really love and I think they're cute I just love it I think it's so good uh but what did you think of it uh yeah uh, the Tom Cavanaugh love is uh is definitely with me uh, like speaking of shows on the CW he's Eobard Thawne from The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow he's all over that He's all over the CW Arrowverse, if that's what we're still calling it. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and he was unfortunately a Ranger Smith in that awful Yogi Bear movie. And I, <laughs> and I said it in the Hallmark, in our first Hallmark episode, and I'll say it here as well. If I ever meet Tom Cavanaugh on the street, I want to give him a hug and apologize to him for, and tell him I'm sorry for him being in that awful Yogi movie. Bear. But, yeah. But, but side note, uh, yeah, this. <laughs> I don't think I like this as much as you, Rachel, but I still found it really enjoyable. I think my order is broadcasting Christmas, the road to Christmas, and then trading Christmas is or is like is like tied for third with uh, with Window Wonderland. Yeah. It's like it's like interchangeable. But in, in fairness, one, I don't think anybody likes this movie as much as I do. I think I that's, it, so that's, a good point. that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> it, in terms of Gil Bellows, I when I first saw his face, I'm like. I know I've seen you before. Where have I seen you before? And it turns out he's Tommy from the Shawshank Redemption. He's a pretty ah, big. He's, he's yeah. a pretty big part in that whole movie, and so. True, and he was a, a, for fans of '90s TV. He was uh, a favorite on Ally McBeal. If people watch that show, he's just he's a working actor. He's you see him in a bunch of stuff, and but he's almost always really charming, and and he's I just think so swoonworthy in this movie <laughs> i've fallen in love with him yeah, tommy tommy's one of those uh it, the, i have a bunch of guys who i like to call the poor dudes of movies you know those got those dudes in movies who i really like but they never really in terms of characters not actors yeah in terms of movie characters who i like but never get a but never get a fair shake or treated badly tommy and shawshank is one of the ultimate poor dudes in yeah movies. It's a good without point. spoiling anything it's awful what happens to him but again that's yeah. neither here nor there when i when i first started this movie i was like okay i think i think it's going to be like the two brothers are going to separate the two sisters are going to separate and at the end they're all going to end up in one room together and they do and they it's do. it's actually it's actually pretty gratifying because i i don't pretend to know it all but i've seen enough movies in my time to have a rough idea of where this is headed but if it's somewhere good, then I'll go along with it. This yeah. is somewhere good. I went along with it and I was very satisfied. Yeah, I love how Faith Ford's character uh, comes to kind of understand herself in a new way 
that she realizes that kind of holding on to her grief that it's it's stopping her from experiencing uh, new things and you know that she has this great conversation with her daughter where she you know says that it's really it's really important that we remember but you know when I look at those pictures I just feel alone and I feel sad and and for her to start up this new relationship uh, is uh, is really I think sweet and well done and uh, I, I I really like their sort of back and forth uh, as, as he's just such a good listener, which is so attractive. <laughs> it's such an attractive quality. Uh, and uh, I, I uh, he, he doesn't mind that she's talking about her husband, you know, when they're at dinner. She, he actually thinks it's attractive. And I think that's attractive. <laughs> and uh, um and I, so I love the two of them together. I love the scene when he gives her the earrings and <laughs> I think that's really great. And then I love the, I sort of the, the, I think the Gil Bellos and Faith Ford connection is more of just a, a natural, we are just, we just understand each other. We're, we're really well suited for each other, right? Where the, where the Gabriel Miller Tom Cavanaugh connection is more of the enemies to lovers kind of connection where they really don't get along at first, but I think there's a lot of funny parts. Like when the, the, the people kept, kept coming to their house with desserts and he's like, <laughs> he's like, stop them now. And, uh, and, and the kids are keep throwing snowballs at him. And I think that's funny. And in the back and forth between as she's helping him with her, his book because she's bitter because she was left by her husband and he's bitter because he was left by his fiance on Christmas Eve, of course. And so it's about how they kind of let go of those things. And you realize like you've made, she tells him you made your character, you made her evil. Who would want to be with that person? The, because she's he's writing her like he sees this um this fiance and i think that's all really great really well done very well acted and uh, so those are some of my favorite parts yeah and uh and when i first when i first heard them talk like her talking about her former husband i'm like where is this going but it it but it felt like it felt organic and and the movie does a great job of showing that She's having a very hard time with this and expressing her grief to Gil Bellows is her way of, is her way of getting it out and yeah. letting it out and, and expressing it in her own way. It, in another hand, in anyone other's hands, it probably would have just fallen flat, but it actually really worked. Yeah. And there is a lot of PDA in this movie, like for a Hallmark movie, a lot. And I mean, you can tell it was made in 2011 because if it was before that, <laughs> I mean, if it was after that, there's no way. And I'm all for it. I wish that there would be more because that's the way grownups are. Come on. We don't have all these near kisses and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, they're, they're very good. And I mean, I even, I know probably the the daughter and the boyfriend are like the weakest of the three relationships shown but I kind of I like the fact that he 
he listens in the end and because he's set up as kind of this bro you know kind of a character but he realizes that she wants to be with her mother so he makes it happen which i appreciate agreed mm-hmm. yeah very good so you so you give this 3.75 you know what i'm going to uh yeah 3.75 okay good well this one for me is a five i love it it's uh i'm i'm not it's not a perfect movie but in the world of hallmark movies this is my favorite so it gets the highest score um okay so we already have we gone through them all okay one more annie claus yeah so the last one i gave you is annie claus is coming to town and I wanted this one because honestly, people think, oh, Hallmark movies, lots of Santa movies. Actually, there's hardly any that it's it's pretty rare. And so this is one of the few that kind of has more of that whimsy. And so I thought that would be fun uh, to do. And this is written by Nina Weinman. And Nina Weinman, she's like the queen of Hallmark writers. She has written so many. And... Uh, she's actually been she was our first interview we ever had on Hallmarkies podcast and she uh she has been on our show five times six times whatever she's been on a lot and we love her and I think this is fun it's about Santa's daughter coming down and uh, she ends up getting this job in this toy store and Sam Page is running the toy store and uh they have to try to get get the toy store to keep uh, uh, afloat uh, the old-fashioned toys because they're not as popular anymore. And it's just, I think, a pretty cute movie. It has Vivica Fox in it. And uh, what did you think of this one? Uh Hopefully you don't take this the wrong way. This was my this was kind of my least favorite of the bunch mm-hmm. just because when I was like at a certain point in the middle of it, I was like, this reminds me a lot of the movie Elf with Will Ferrell and John Favreau, except yeah. take out the take out the James Conn parts. This and- is my least favorite of these five as well. I mean, I still like it and I, I just wanted to have one movie that was more sort of Santa focused out of the five and there's not a ton to choose from i've really actually on in from hallmark which i think a lot of people would be surprised by i think people expect that there's a lot but there really aren't very many yeah and not to say that this is a bad movie i still mm-hmm. enjoyed it yeah uh, i can't hate any movie with vivica fox in it she was uh <laughs> She was in uh, she was in Kill Bill Volume One. She was in Independence Day. She was uh, Will Smith's wife, and she was really cool in there. So I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not trying to be harsh here or anything, but just it was mm-hmm. like you gave me a list full of quality, and so I had to uh, had to make a difficult choice. And yeah. Annie Claus just came out on the uh, just was left out in the cold, unfortunately. Yeah. No, still, still I agree. Pretty, still pretty well acted. I still overall enjoyed it, but. It just felt uh, it just felt more elfy vibes to me. Yeah, no, I think that's true. I mean, and I agree. I really do. I think that this Maria Thayer, I think she's really cute and bubbly, and she's never. This is the only homework movie she's ever done, uh, but I like her. It's fun to have somebody with red hair. You don't, <laughs> you 
don't see that as much. I mean, Alicia Witt does, but but aside from Alicia Witt, you don't see that that often. And, uh, you know, Sam Page, he's in a ton of Hallmark movies. He was in one this weekend, actually, uh, that wasn't as good as this. <laughs> um, but he has a whole fan group called the Pageheads. <laughs> Sam Page. But I struggle because he played a not nice guy on Mad Men. <laughs> so I'm always kind of like, um, he was a rapist on Mad Men. And so that's always hard. <laughs> but he can be very charming. And uh, he uh, he's, I think, fun in this. He's serviceable. Uh huh. You know, and uh it's i mean it's a classic kind of save the save the store kind of story that you've seen a lot of times but she's so cute that you know she helps a lot i mean i think i was hoping for something more like this with um with the noel last year on disney plus with anna kendrick um but i felt like that one um I mean, it was fine. I gave it a positive score, but I feel I would. I think this personally, I like better than that. Personally, <laughs> I don't know. There were some funny jokes in that, but I didn't really like the ending. That kind of annoyed me that they didn't give her a romance at the end of Noah. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say that seems a little weird that they didn't do that. Yeah, that annoyed me. But anyway. Um, all right. Well, so what would you give Annie Claus? 3.5 crowns. Yeah, I'm with you. I also agree. 3.5 is what I would give it too. So way to go. So there you go. So do you have any, any final thoughts on your dive into Hallmark? Overall, I quite enjoyed myself and, uh, we should, and for next Christmas, we should do this again. I, especially cause I think Hallmark is going to give you about 20 million movies to review <laughs> next year so you'll need all the time that you can get it'll probably just be like uh hi everybody welcome to the hidden gems uh rachel is too busy this week so i'm flying solo she gave me a list and now i'm gonna talk about it <laughs> <laughs> well and we'll do some other kind of holiday episodes this you know as we get closer to christmas we'll do something there uh whether it be hallmark movies now or not, we'll figure something out. Uh, so it won't be the last you'll hear from us for holiday for the holidays, of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's interesting. And I I mean I think personally, four ninety nine, you're only going to be renting a couple movies uh, in order to pay. For, I think it's worth it um, for the Hallmark fan, that's for sure. Uh, and they have a pretty good selection, so. Yeah, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And uh, let us know if you're listening, what you think of these Hallmark movies. Are they some of your favorite? We'd love to hear in the comment section or on Twitter. That would be really fun. And make sure that you're following the Hallmarkies podcast over there. We have so many interviews and amazing stuff coming up that you want to be a part of. It's really fun. And Ryan, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at RyanCam20. And there's, of course, my YouTube channel, which is just RyanCam. Uh, this week was uh, was a pretty busy week, jumping back into the AFI project. On uh, on Sunday, I dropped my review for The Mandalorian Season 1. Much overdue, that. 
Uh, on Tuesday, I dropped my review for uh, for the Philadelphia story, which uh, which Rachel you talked about in regards to broadcasting Christmas, and uh, and definitely picked up some vibes of that uh, in that movie. So definitely that movie. help my review for that. And then also on Thursday, I dropped my review for Shane, which is a part of the AFI project. And then next week is going to be even crazier because the AFI list is just it's going it's going bananas with how much cool movies are on there. Uh, next week I'm going to be talking about It Happened One Night, which we talked about briefly. Uh, a Streetcar Named Desire, which starred Marlon Brando and got him his first Oscar. And Rear Window, which is an Alfred Hitchcock classic, one of the best movies he ever made. So if you all haven't subscribed to me, please do. I put a lot of time and, and energy into the channel and I just hope you all hope you all give me a shout yeah you should all subscribe that's some really good stuff coming up i'm excited for you and uh, make sure you're following the podcast a hallmarky sp uh, make sure you're following make sure you're following uh, rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on ron tomatoes check that out and we really appreciate it if you leave your ratings and reviews on itunes we appreciate that and if you are watching on youtube please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel and we also have our patron group which has monthly watch alongs with talent and we are doing this month we have a heavenly christmas which is a really fun hallmark hall of fame film we have the writer uh greg mcbride that's going to be joining us so that'll be really fun for the month of december so check that out and we also have our merch store which has tons of festive holiday designs so if you're looking for gifts there's gonna be a lot of sales this week over at the merch stores check out the link in the description and We'll have Amazon also linked to uh, to a bunch of these in the description. If you can, if you click on those links, you can help out the podcast there too. So we really appreciate that. And thanks so much. And have a very hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.